the college experience conference championship preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. right now to honor football. My is offered up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets on your first deposit. When you use the promo code SGP, you play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by express VPN looking to protect your online activity, hide your location to avoid local blackouts. Check out express VPN where you can get three months free at expressvpn.com backslash SGP. That's expressvpn.com backslash SGP. And last but not least, we're brought to you by myself, Colby Dant, AKA the Dantabase. Come check out the Dantabase live doing stand-up comedy in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Friday, December 6th at Puddler's Hall at 8 p.m. If you're in the area, come on out. I'll also be in Chicago on December 11th at 8 p.m. at North Bar. If you're in the area, come on out. Yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to Conference Championship Week. <laughs> buddy. You're about to croak over there. I am about to croak, buddy. Uh, welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dant, and my co host, the true Titan of shit, the, uh, the battleship losing. I beat you last time we played. That's true. Right? Granted, there had been a solid 25 years of rust built up. We were also drinking. Any excuses you want? Save them. All right? Because the Tecmo Super Bowl collapsing. Innovating. Innovating. No. Nothing. I'll fucking take a shit in your (laughs) basement. Boom. He's rhyming over here. (laughs) Give it up for Farmer. Farmer James Madison, defensive back, the limousine riding. <laughs> what's my what's my tagline here? I forget it. Uh, wheeling and dealing, sideline kiss stealing. Yeah, the wheeling and dealing, sideline kiss stealing, the burrito eating, sideline dick beating. <laughs> Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi 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 hi! Woo! Dude, uh, my dog is is howling. Mm-hmm. We we got things going, buddy. He knows. I'm sorry, I forgot the intro. In a way, I've been eating Korean barbecue all night, but <laughs> is that right? Korean, let's one of the most underrated food. Let me ask you this: food, uh, food. What, what, what are the elements of Korean barbecue? It's uh, a dog. Big ass grill. Hello, come Ooh. on, throw a little racism in there to start the podcast. <laughs> no, that's not racism. Race that that is a stereotype. Once again. Racism would be say, I hate the Koreans. For- I think again, you 
misunderstand racism. It's really? A, huh? Kind of a derogatory thing to say there. To say that they ha- eat dogs? So, like, white people <laughs> have, like, you know... Like, what would white small people Small penises? Eat? That's racist? That would be truthful but derogatory at the same time. So, yes, racist. <laughs> and I don't know that Koreans actually eat dogs. So we're, we're, we're going down a little hole here that I'm going to pull us out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, Korean barbecue, from what I understand, let me look this up. But what I'm thinking of off the top of my head. With the grill right in front of you, they cook it right in front Brazilian of you. Brazilian barbecue. No, that, I was having Korean where they cook it right in front of you. That's like the uh, hibachi with the uh, Japanese stuff. Is that the same thing? Jesus, buddy. You're they, about as cultured as my asshole. The right? hibachi is delicious. <laughs> you go to what's that little fucking restaurant? They, they put the little ring uh, no, 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 they don't do volcano. That they don't do that shit. You're thinking of... Uh, I know what you're thinking of. What the fuck is we're, that chain? We're the biggest fucking idiots. What is idiots? that chain? There's one on Lincoln. Uh, I went there. I met up there for... Uh, Benny Hanna. Yeah, okay. There's nothing, that's nothing even close. You're horrible, dude. You're absolutely horrible. All right. Korean barbecue. They got the bulgogi. Yeah. Okay. Now we're talking. It's fucking delicious. Now we're talking. I like it. Buddy, you haven't lived in LA long enough. I need to take you to the best Korean barbecue. Probably in America. Actually, definitely in America. I like how they just put the K in front of everything. There's K-pop. There's a shitty movie called K-Pax with Kevin Spacey. Is that Korean at all? No. But he, uh, might as well be. Might as well be. But he touched dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, look, what are we talking about? It's conference championship week. <laughs> right? Yeah, let, let's move on to football. <laughs> uh, dude, we got ball games. We do got ball games. We got ball games. What we do got, we got? We got ball games starting this Friday. And we're going to publish this sheet because NC Nick didn't, I didn't, I was busy. Look, I'm busy as shit right now, dude. I'm running around. I'm working. I'm just publishing shit. I'm applying for the UNLV head head coaching position. All right. Give me some, uh, give me some resume fodder that you, uh, you're going to load up with here. Well, innovator Uh, started the swindle. Started the, he invented, Colby invented a a defensive line move called the swindle. Which is three consecutive uh, <laughs> rips and swims. Yeah. He and does it on his dog. His dog bites works. his arm. It yeah, works. He so. does beat his dog. So <laughs> assuming that he's able to uh, put that onto the football field, he I, might. I got this planned out. He might buddy. revolutionize the I defensive end position. Planned out. I also have plenty of ideas. I, uh, I kick on side kicks every time. Boom. Aggressive is my approach. Yeah. Well, that can work. Yeah. I want to get a kicker that specializes in pegging the ball, like kicking it directly at a dude's face. Yeah. So, cause it's hard to catch if you, if you specifically just try to target one fucking guy. Sure. I'm telling you, it's good. Let it's me good. ask you this. What's that? Is a muffed fair catch. That's live, right? Yeah. That's live. There it is. So that's just as exactly. good. As I mean, but what if the dude just decides to move? There's a guy behind him. What, are you going to move your whole team? Then I'm going to kick a normal inside kick, recover the ball. He's just going to line it up. Yeah. He's going to find two guys that are in. A, in my a offense is definitely going to have this, Patty. See, I'm going to be the, I'm innovative here. Okay. Okay. All Describe my, your ideal offense to the world. Let's, let's see just what the fuck, you know, I'm going I form. I like it, but, but keep it, but keep check it this simple. out. Uh, all my skill positions. Yeah. Qu- quarterbacks. 
I've 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 heard of this approach before. I've told you this. They have Antoine Randall. They kind of did this. That's what I'm saying. But Hines, I all of Ward, the Steelers kind of did this. Yeah. I want all of them, not the running backs. They didn't have Amos. Amos Zeroway wasn't a fucking quarterback. All right. That's I true. want my running Willie backs. Willie Parker was not a quarterback. My running backs to be like Lamar Jackson and shit. All four. So two wideouts. Even my tight end, I want Frank White. Look, to style. think that this wouldn't be possible at all, to think that you couldn't find an NFL or a college caliber player that can throw the shit out of the football and also effectively play every single another play. position as well as anyone else. So when you look at the stat book of my team, some days the wide receiver might throw 15 passes. Some days the running back might throw 10 passes. Yeah. Some days the tight end might throw five passes. You know what? Let me say this right now. I'm ahead of the curve. You're ahead. You're ahead. That, that's where the game has to go. The fact that it's taken like 20 years for the game to get to the point where like a mobile quarterback is, you know, actually succeeding and it probably MVP. And then, the, you know, again, back to the racism that like black quarterbacks have finally like kind of found a niche in the league and might even be taken over the league, you know, and at the very least, most of them have like pretty decent mobility. That's like, it, it shows the game is slow to evolve but is, is evolving. And you have to think like, logically speaking that it, it always has evolved from like, you know, the option pitch. We were reading that story back in like the 1940s with the, what Iowa pre-flight. Oh yeah. They're like, Oh yeah. Oh, we can use two players. Yeah. Right. And then like fucking the wishbone came along. They're like, yeah, we can use four players. But every single play. The defense is going to have to th- really think, cause they're not going to know who's going to throw the fucking pass. Right. Who's going to pay attention the ball. to the, the offense line. are going to go past the five yards. It's the natural evolution of the game. You, you well, stretch the you. field in genius. as many ways possible. And you kick on side kicks every time, because yeah. nowadays the way they call pass interference, you're, you're basically going to get the ball. To, the, the chances of them getting the ball to midfield anyway are very high. Yeah. Cause your defense sucks ass. And especially at UNLV. So, Here's another thing. Defensively, what we're gonna do. You're you're doing the fucking running rebels. You're doing uh yeah. Who's F- the guy? Fun and gun, at, uh, baby. UNL or uh, loyal and Marymount. I'm Paul Westfall. You're Paul Westhead. Oh, yeah, Paul Westhead. Not the Paul, Paul Westfall. Westhead. <laughs> uh, so Paul Westhead of college football. Exactly. And then defense, check this out. I load up my corners on the receivers. Yeah. I keep a safety back. One safety. The Dude. rest, the rest of the other like eight or seven, seven or eight players. Yeah. All standing. Like three yards back. You're going to get fucking all destroyed. standing three yards back. Why would you do that? Cause you don't know who's coming. They're just going to run through you. You don't know who's coming. Petty C <laughs> you're a moron. I like your offense. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the defensive coordination up to someone else, <laughs> buddy. It's a genius game plan. Cause they're not going to know who's, who's blitzing. Who's blitzing the ultimate zone blitz. Any one of 11 dudes. Uh, no, no, no. Every one of eight, eight. The whole box, maybe, maybe seven is just rotating there. You may have something to that. That's what I'm saying. But no, I think that you need to have like, dude, maybe you keep one defensive tackle down there. One, just one defensive tackle. Yeah, Cause if they fall, if he falls over, he's going to take a lineman with him. You need, when you need to get, and his, then like, that's when you attack three Samoan, like, uh, or like Japanese sumo wrestlers that let, let's talk I've always about, wondered about this with hockey. Yeah. Why would they not take a sumo wrestler and make him a goalie? Right. You just get a big dude. Who's a whole like culture and job. You get the premier fucking, I, this one's always pushes people and is fat. That's yeah. his job. That's what a defense lineman's job. Yeah. Well, and he has and good hand technique. How is this not evolved? Like if Samoans have fucking like taken over, you got Utah going to the national championship, their whole defense line, star Lutu Lele, all these motherfuckers, right? They're going to the national championship. You're saying that? Is well, you... they're going to the playoff or at least they should be right. I don't think they're going to, they're going to let them in. Right. They're... 
Right, right, right. How about Fine Mom? Let's talk about that. He's a piece of shit. He's always been a piece of shit. Fine Mom says nobody wants to see Utah in the playoff. You know why? Because Paul Feinbaum, you lack fucking imagination. You only want to see the fucking brands that have been presented to you as legitimate in the fucking playoff because you are a fucking dull-minded piece of shit. I wish I yeah. could curse worse. I wish I could say yeah. the words that were. I well, how fuck- many games do you think he watched? He's in Charlotte. He lives in Charlotte. He's not fucking watching a bunch of college football. He's full of shit. He. I want to take his it. fucking bald head. Without him looking, could he actually? I want to wipe my yeah. ass with his bald head and <laughs> give him a toupee with my fucking <laughs> ass juice. <laughs> fuck you, fall, Paul Paul yeah. Pine Bomb. Dude, but ESPN's planting the seed already, man. They always do. They always do. They're planting the seed already. Look, the fuck and, over Utah. And I, and I and I and the first thing that popped in my mind because it's 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 somewhat regional. Utah, uh, Idaho, bordering states with each other, is act for one second like if but Boise don't State they want to build a brand, right? Because it, this is a chance to build a brand. That's the thing that really like bothers me is that like we're talking about a the the fact that a sport of football, which is supposed to be about purity, ha- has gotten to the point where the brand is being considered. It's like, no, the game should be the only thing that fucking matters. And the team that plays on the field and earns it by playing the game, regardless of their fucking brand is the team that should be given a chance. That's why it's called the invitational though. Right. That's why it is the invitational, but B why they fucking fail to uh, understand that the game needs to grow and continue to have diversity because we already have had Oklahoma in what? Two of the five playoffs. We've already had Clemson and Three of the yeah, or four of the five playoffs now. We've had like six teams. Assuming they make it, Alabama, they're finally missing. Yeah, yeah. It's like give us something else. We, I don't care who it is. Yeah, Utah is not that sexy. Kyle Whittingham looks like your fucking grandpa. Utah's never That's won anything. Why? No, but they did win. People anything. think they about won two Mormons. national championships. That's Those true. are went, fucking national they championships. They went undefeated as as twice, concerned. and yeah. they beat Bama. And this is in the past nineteen years. Did they beat Bama in both of those? No, they beat Pitt with Larry Fitzgerald in the other one. Okay. Got they it. shouldn't have even played Pitt. They should have played a better team, but the, the jaded system yeah. didn't allow for them to play a better team. They beat Bama. Oh, and everyone's excuse is, oh, Bama didn't want to play. They had Julio we Jones on that the fucking team. They game. had a bunch of stars on that team, yeah. and they lost. And they got their ass whooped that game. Yeah. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. So Friday, Pac-12 championship. I'll be, by the way, Friday, if you're in the Milwaukee area, I will be at Puddler's Hall Classic classic venue. From what I understand, I've never been there. I've done, I've done stand up in Milwaukee before. Let me tell you about the last place that did stand up in Milwaukee. I don't know. You've it's done stand up in Milwaukee before you're, you're an interesting individual. Kobe Dent. I would never go to Milwaukee once, but let alone twice and perform there twice. You must have had a good experience. Tell me about it. Perform there like sexually. That's <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton and bad Santa. Um, <laughs> No, the place I did, I actually opened up for Billy Gardell from Mike and Molly. Nice. He was Mike from Mike and Molly. Yeah, not Molly. Shout out, uh, shout out, uh, Billy Gardell. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, he's in Bad Santa as well. We bring it all back. Um, Billy, what's his name? Billy Gardell. Shout out, Billy Gardell. Good dude, right? I go. We we go and open up at. at, uh, Okay. At uh, I want to say this comedy club was called Jokers. I can't remember the name of it. I uh-huh. think it was called jokers. Okay. This thing was a comedy club. So I had no idea cause I came in on the ground level, but upstairs is a strip club. 
which I had no, like once again, I had those no, two should go together pretty much every time. I feel like, trust me when the, you go to the comics green room and you're seeing this activity, right? Like going, walking by you, get you ready. You're like, Holy shit. What's going on here? It puts you in a good mood. Yeah. So, I mean, talk about a great, I, I understand this place. I think might've closed down. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, uh, so, so it's my second time coming back to Milwaukee. I'm going to be at Puddler's hall, 8 PM, December 6th, my mother's birthday. Come on out to the show. All you folks in the beautiful state of Wisconsin, Tommy Gimler. It's a great state. From the daily upper decker. You ever check out the daily upper decker sports, uh, podcast and, and editorial shit he writes on. He's a funny guy. I got Robert Christensen, my boy, Rob Christensen coming out there. Too. That's a great man. And a true genuine psychopath, but <laughs> a fucking great guy. Nonetheless. <laughs> and then, uh, if you're in, if you're in, uh, Chicago on December 11th. I Let me will... tell you though about What's that? real quick. Yeah. Wisconsin, Madison stopped in there on my uh, cross country trip from the East coast, moving back out to the West coast here five years ago. Great music in Madison, Wisconsin. Turn on the radio. Every station is blasting fucking rock like, and roll. Fucking, the uh, yeah. Well, no, just like classic Only rock, but like good selection. Only want to be with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't talk music on this podcast because everyone always disagrees with me. Last time I got a bunch of flack for saying Kid Rock's a shit musician. I still stand by those comments. However, where uh, were those comments coming from? A lot of fans and also even, uh, even green Sean green, which I lo- like, look, <laughs> can we all make fun of Sean green? Because I can't, we can't be on board with the same musical taste there. All right. Look, you're standing up for Kid Rock. Look, he plowed some hot girls in his day. All right. I'm probably a lie. fun guy to have a beer with that. Song where he samples Sweet Home Alabama. Pretty catchy. Pretty fucking catchy. Not a good song, song. but catchy. And what what makes a good song? A song you enjoy listening to. That song will not be be enjoying. Yeah. I can't talk, but 20 years from now, I don't think you're going to fucking like that. It's already an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment the first day. Who would you rather listen to? Kid Rock or Limp Bizkit? Guilty Pleasure, they call it. Kid Rock. uh, Limp Bizkit is like. I don't even know how to describe the, the level of embarrassment of, of, of Limp Bizkit <laughs> can't be matched. Anyway, look, we've already touched this too much because people are going to get yell at me. That's what I, she said. I, I, yeah. Hello. I shit on, uh, who was it? Uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. People got pissed. I'm just not going to talk music anymore. There's too many jocks out there. I'm a jock, but I also have a deep passion, a deep love for Colby music. Thinks he's uh he's artistic. Yeah. He I'm thinks... more autistic than artistic. <laughs> there right? you go. Spectrum. So look, so look also if you're on uh in, in Chicago, in the area, North bar, December 11th, 8 PM. And I'll also be in Chicago for, for like four days. So if you're in the area, I'm going to do some other comedy clubs. I don't know yet, but um, plug in shout out to my guy, Matt Gill in Chicago. Um, but uh, if you're in any of these areas, want to grab a beer. And also this coming Sunday, Redskins at Packers. I will be at this game in green Bay. I'm going to put a fucking cheese head on my face. Yeah. It's going to be great. I'm trying to convince Colby not to be a bitch. He's flying into Chicago on Thursday. Yeah. Six o'clock. Yes. The, at seven, f- I think 45 or something is, is the, the game. I yeah. want you all waiting in Chicago. Bears, Packers. I could put with yeah, Dantabay signs. <laughs> hold up a Dantabay sign. Pick me up from the airport. We'll go to this fucking game. Yeah. We'll get shit face drunk. Who's got the hookup on bears tickets, bears, Cowboys, somebody come through, make it happen. We, I want that pilot. By the time this podcast drops, you'll have about five hours to fucking make it happen. <laughs> we, we trust you guys. You guys yes, are magical. Exactly. Exactly. And also if you're in the Chicago, I mean, look, I, there's gotta be some bulls game, some Bradley game, something we can go to. 
later in the week. Let's do this. Let's, let's, let's have a meetup. Let's rendezvous best food places. Recommendations. I'm going to try to hit the green mill. I'm a blue, big jazz blues guy. Go get yourself yep. one of those uh, $20 fucking Rubens. Give yourself a, a heart attack in the I'm process. I'm trying to have a heart attack when I go over there. Uh, look, uh, Rob, Rob Christensen uh, suggested that we watch the bears game. If we don't go to the game at Ditka's at restaurant, Ditka's. meet everyone, everyone meet Colby at Ditka's. <laughs> if I, I don't see, go to the game, yeah, if he's not, at the somebody game. tweet me, right? Because yeah. I, if not, I'm at Ditka's fucking put, put, Ditka's. I'll be, I'll be putting down full of sausages. <laughs> uh, look, I'm sure you will, buddy. This Friday, this Friday in Santa Clara, California, Patty scene. Like I said, I won't be able to be watching much of this one because I'll be uh, doing a show. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to rely on you to, uh, to, to, to break down the film and tell me what you think, but more so projection wise right now, yeah. Oregon, Utah, your thoughts. Look, I think you have been disrespectful to Oregon for the entire season. I think here's the thing about Colby. I was right on Arizona state. I've known this man. If you want to call him that <laughs> hey. since we were eight years old. Okay. And as we get older, it only, the, the trend only gets stronger. He's a stubborn son of a bitch. Oh, hey, hey. He wants his predictions to be right. And here we are. And with they were right. The, the, the guys was I right. You say he's a terrible coach. His team is 10 and two. Did they the, go to the playoffs? What do you want from the guy? Is Oregon? He's he's completely. Well, first off, he had Auburn beat, and they choked. They did choke, but it's his second year. Give the guy a fucking break. But he was. You forget that I also covered him when he was at Florida International. You sack of shit. Look, he, you know what he? You know what happened? He got the Nick Saban fucking treatment, and Nick Saban resuscitated. Well, he did luck up. He lucked up a lot. How's because that? Chris Peterson resigns. What the fuck? I can't tell you how lucky of a play that is for him in the future because well, certainly that does obviously make the division. I mean, Easton's less got two years left. I'm thinking Washington's going to be loaded next year. We were just talking that Michigan is going to lose at Washington week one next year. Now I think they're going to win. Yeah, they probably will. They probably, I mean, will. Jimmy Lake, I think is a good coach, but we'll see. I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about him. Great defensive back coach. Gotcha. Great defensive back coach, but well, if he's been coaching their defensive backs, then yeah, clearly he's known what they to do put with a ton of pros out, a, a fair amount of talent. Yeah. So, uh, Peterson. Okay, let's break down this game and then the, your Peterson thoughts, man. The Peterson uh, thing was shocking. Look, I think that you have to say that Utah is going to win. I love the fact that it's a true neutral site location, probably about equidistant from yeah. Salt Lake City and uh, Eugene to San Francisco or Santa Clara, what have you. Um, I think Utah is going to win a close one. I think, should we say who's going to cover right now or do it? Oregon's going to cover the game. The spreads. Let's just, let's just let it out there. Spreads six and a half, six and a half. That's a little I'm much. all over Oregon here. Yeah. 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 I don't love this one though. I'm not locking it because I could see Utah also winning by seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> six and a half. I like it though. I think that it would be, I give Oregon like a 40% chance to win the game outright. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. But, uh, but certainly, you know, there's only, I would say there's only like a 20, 25% chance that Utah wins by more than six and a half. So the smart play, certainly. I just feel like it's football. One touchdown, one block. Uh, One of the things. Yeah. I mean, you never know. You never know. Of course. One of the things I want you to pay attention to in this game, like I said, I'm probably not going to get that much time to view this game. I'm going to try to have it on the phone going in the green room. Yeah. But, um, Oregon's a horrible special teams 
team. Yeah. Utah is always was one of Whittingham's n- niches. Yeah. Always one of the best in the nation. That could play a vital role. It often does. They block punts. They make. They have a money. They have the best punter in the country, probably. Yeah. And they also have a kicker that is really good at making field now, goals. Now I did yeah. see Oregon return a kick. I won't forget if it was UCLA or USC game. USC. USC yeah. game. Critical juncture in the yeah. game. USC had just gained momentum. What? Man. You go back to that Auburn Oregon game. Flattened it. Go back to that Auburn game. Uh, uh, Oregon's kicker missed, uh, I think, a 19-yard field goal. That's that's impressive. In a dome. Wow. What an idiot. He's a bad kicker. What a loser. So. Uh, we're both going Oregon on that. I'm waiting to, like I said, I'll publish this so you can get NC Nick's picks, but um, we're both going quack, quack getting, I think Utah wins by three. That sounds 23, right. 20. I got Utah by five. Nice. Nice. Okay. Moving down the line. Let's go with Maction, Detroit, Michigan, the yeah. home of the home of the legendary Mac championship. There you go. Uh, we got surprisingly, the Miami Redhawks, not or, that or Redskins. Miami Redskins is what they were called when they had Travis Prentice back in the day. I guess it is a little surprising. Uh, yeah, the Redskins—they've become the Redhawks. Yeah. What are some of the other uh, <clears throat> Native American names that have changed? Uh, Southeast Louisiana Indians. Now they're the Warhawks. That's right. William and Mary Indians are now the tribe. Yeah. Huh. Uh, That's a little weird. Weren't that. the. Uh, there's Syracuse another one. was the orange man, Arkansas state where it was the Indians. Now they're the red wolves. I see what they did there. Yeah. Uh, always add a color and then a random thing. Red yeah. Hawks, red wolves, red wolves. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they didn't even have red skins before. They just like, that's yeah. almost more racist. <laughs> they're like, oh, we're the Indians. Let's be the red Hawks. <laughs> um, look, Miami, Ohio, Central Michigan, they got a real awesome Indian name. It's called the Chippewa. It's cool. I like that. Same as Florida State. You get the tribe approval. You know, they represent it. Then again, you could ask uh, uh, a random sample that's uh, large enough to capture a pretty uh, reliable portion of the Native American population across the United States. And you find out, hey, nine out of ten Native Americans aren't offended by the name Redskins. So maybe you don't change your name in the first place, but hey. that's true. And even when Washington post, a very liberal newspaper re- reports that yeah, too much to their own chagrin, they, they do the fucking poll and find yeah. out no one gives a fuck. Right? Well, I've actually performed at a lot of Indian reservation casinos. Yeah. And I've asked that question to any of the Indian, like any of the natives that I meet. Yeah. And that like, from my experiences, it's always been now, granted. This is not a, a a gigantic selection of people. It's sure. probably like seven people. Right. But uh, they've said, man, we want help in other fucking areas. Right. But I'm saying like, why do I give a shit about that? Yeah. But I know. will say this though, Dan Snyder, as much as like, there's not really a part of me that at all that like wants to like see him succeed at all. Yeah. I like the fact that he's a scumbag a little bit. I think that that character plays, especially in Washington, DC. I, I, I wouldn't mind him having to run a success like Jerry Jones and being the scumbag. Right. But he is a fucking complete piece of shit because he started that, uh, Redskins uh, or Washington Native Americans Association like thing like uh, as, a, as a as a public as publicity a publicity stunt, stunt. Yeah. and then I like went on Wikipedia and I looked at like their donations to the Native American community and they completely tail off 
in direct proportion to the amount of news coverage, like negative news coverage yeah. is being given. He's a piece He's of always shit. been a piece of shit, buddy. Yeah. All right. I've, I've been the first one to say that. All right. Yeah. As we've covered on other po- podcasts. Yeah. But point is the Miami Red Hawks come into Detroit, Michigan, take on the central Michigan Chippewas. Yeah. I, me and you differ on this one. Uh, Jonathan Ward is a running back. You guys should all know. You get a chance to check him out. He's going to slice and dice through this Red Hawk defense. He's my fantasy football running back, but he's also been an animal for three years. I remember we were watching some tape on him in the offseason. Dude's That's a beast. Right. He's going to go to the NFL. Um, I got Central Michigan covering this. Uh, McElwain doing it in year one. I will say they, they, they Central fucking Michigan score. Was, was 1-11 last year under John Bonamigo. John Bonamigo, though... <laughs> Was a good coach. He had a bad year last year. And he's got the best name. Yeah. John Bonamigo should, should like UNLV should look at John Bonamigo right after they interview me. But well, I still think I can knock that interview out the fucking park. They should. Yeah. You, that John Bonamigo is a backup. Look, I come into the interview. If they call me, yeah. I'll tell you right now, I'm spending three G's on strippers on, on, uh, prostitutes. Boom. They're going to suck this guy off. So, so much. There you go. You are like doing the recruiting. You're showing your recruiting pitch. Yeah, I, I said exactly. I yeah, go, you want to see how things are going to work yeah. under my uh, victory, my leadership. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to get Tarkanian as an, as an assistant coach. Give me I Calipari. think he's dead, man. I think Tarkanian's dead. You're going to channel his yeah. fucking uh, big dick. I'm going to put like a Tark Shark on the helmet, though. Boom, dude. Tark Shark is somewhere like a little sticker on the back of the helmet. It says Tark I want the, the fucking blazing yeah, guns yeah. <laughs> on the helmet. On the helmet. That would be so fucking dope. And if this guy likes it enough, if these if these prostitutes treat treat them good enough. There you go. Maybe I'll put some tits on the back of the helmet. Boom. <laughs> That's where every helmet should have a pair of tits on. Look. <laughs> games this year. Central Michigan. Uh played at Miami pretty close, right? In Coral Gables or I guess Miami gardens, um, five point loss. Mm. Mm. I don't know if that's a, a good look for uh, central Michigan or a bad look for Miami. A little bit of both. Aside from that, they got their ass with at uh, Wisconsin, but put up. They didn't have Jonathan Ward that game. Important. Obviously yeah. important not to have your best player. Put up 38 against Albany FCS uh, uh, in the FCS playoffs, by the way, which we will touch on. In a minute. In a little bit. And there's one team in particular we're going to focus on. Um, 45 against Akron. 42 against Eastern Michigan. 42 against New Mexico. 38 against Bowling Green. 48 against Northern Illinois. 45 against Ball State. And 49 against the Toledo Rockets. This team can score. Do you remember Quentin Dormandy from Tennessee? I do not. Or Houston? He was a quarterback at Tennessee. He transferred to Houston last year. Things didn't work out because what's his name? Stole the show. Uh, The guy who. Derek. Yeah, Derek King. Dormandy is the quarterback of Central Michigan. All righty. He's been banged up a little bit, but he's uh Dormandy is gonna storm like it's fucking Normandy. Oh. Hello. Yes. That was the easy one. Um, I'm on Central Michigan. Patty C's on Miami. Um care to you just you're just going with Miami. You think it's gonna be a close game, huh? Expound on that thought. Look, Miami has won five out of their last six. They're rolling. Little hiccup. Chuck Martin, is it? Uh, at head Ball coach? State. Muncie is murderer's row. Everyone loses there. Uh, I'm not going to get Muncie out in the middle of nowhere. Hello. (laughs) They did lose by 71 points at Ohio state earlier this year, but (laughs) aside from a couple hiccups, what they were up to nothing. 
They were up two nothing. I remember that they got a safety early. I want to say they were up five nothing. Yeah, I think you're and right. And then Ohio State scored seventy six points in a row. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Miami of Ohio trying their best. To, hey, what? Hey, here's an idea. Ohio, how about quit being? You know what it is? Ohio is Ohio's on American. Ohio is socialist, right? They lack competition within the state. If you produce that much talent, right, as a state, how I, I looked at Ohio State's rankings in the against Michigan for like the last fifty years, they're in the top ten when they enter that game, which is the final game of the season, obviously, like ninety percent of the time, right? If you have that much talent at your disposal, why can't you put a second team when fucking Indiana has Purdue and Indiana? It's I hate it. Uh, I, and Notre Dame. And Notre Dame, right? Indiana's got three, three teams that are like basically Power Five worthy, uh, and Ohio, which produces probably twice as much talent, if not more, can only have one. It's like they, 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 the yeah. people of Ohio are all like. Socialists. They're what just you said, bitches. Huh? They're socialists. Like, well, grow it, a and set. it starts with LeBron James and him basically conceding to the Chinese government. There it is. There it is. So, should we? Do we need to dive deeper? Look at our LeBron James's <laughs> travel. He's involved with an organization, the NBA, that you know supports communism. Look at his travel on sports gambling podcast from his travel tonight. That's that was right. Just absolutely terrible. We'll get to that in a few months when I shit on the NBA. Um, we're so angry over here. I, I like being angry. So let's, let's talk. Okay. You're going Miami, Ohio. You think it's going to be a close game? I do. I think it'll be a decent game. Miami's rolling. Um, I don't know. Sunbelt. Uh, this one, this one's, can uh, we move on to the, look, I want to fucking admit to our fans here. What? You're far more interested in this fucking Mac championship game and probably have a, a more accurate diagnosis of what's going on in that. You know, I will admit this. Look, I, I, I picked every game of the fucking season. I watched football where I could, you know, I've got responsibilities like any other human being. The Mac games weren't the highest on my priority list. I want the big time games. And so maybe I'm Paul Feinbaum here. A you little are bit. a little bit Paul Feinbaum. Well, either way, uh, central Michigan versus fucking Miami of Ohio, leaving a little bit to be desired. What happened last time? Virginia played ball state. But they win, they lose. All state one in Charlottesville. Yeah, well, UVA was like two and ten that year. You come to the Mac, they can attack, motherfucker. I see All what you right? did there. That was pretty good. Right? <laughs> that was pretty good. Northern Illinois got some marquee wins in Lincoln. They beat Iowa in Iowa before. I'm not saying the Mac is incapable of playing good football. I know that there are some good beat teams. Maryland with uh, Josh Howard. It is the cradle of coach. It is it's the it basically the birthplace of football. God forbid. And that that's, that's the counter argument to like Ohio state, the state of Ohio only having one power five team is they have like 10 FBS teams, which uh, is pretty fucking impressive. I think that's probably as many as any state has. Uh, Texas might take that Texas, California. Yeah. They're all in the same area, but Ohio state considering population, I want to say it's like in the 11 million, whereas Texas and California are both in the 30 million. Yeah. They play some fucking football there, but that's all the more the reason Cincinnati take the fucking next step. Invest okay. a little okay. bit. Okay, I think people don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Okay. I think we got to get to the Sun Belt. Let's go. Louisiana Lafayette travels to Boone, North Carolina, where we just were the, the, the podcast was with NC Nick just a few 
weeks ago. Yeah. Something magical about this place, Patty. See, somehow App State's only a six-point favorite. When App State, I think, beat them by 10 or maybe it was seven in Lafayette, but they're up by 10 the whole game or something. I don't find that score if you can, but I think this is a, uh, this is a no brainer. I understand Lafayette's 10 and two Levi Lewis, good quarterback. They got a good team. Uh, what is it? Billy Napier, um, both Napier and drink getting big looks in the SEC. We got Ole Miss. We got Arkansas. We got Missouri. Arkansas is going to go Florida state's probably not going to go after either one of those dudes, Norvell to Florida state. And by the way, Colorado state's job opened up loving Bobo Bobo fat taking a step down Levitt to Colorado state. That's I like it. I like it, buddy. Paul Johnson to New Mexico because they run the triple option. They come right in seamless transition. Petrino to UNLV. Just He's fitting right there. He doesn't even have to get an intern. The whores are fucking waiting. Boom. Boom. Old Miss goes Napier. Okay. I want to see Mike Leach at Old Miss. No. I want him. I want him and Pullman. That's where he belongs. I think that Mike Leach needs an opportunity to prove himself against top notch competition. What do you mean? They fucking go to a bowl game every year. They do, but I want to see him with. Okay. Where are you going to get more talent? Mississippi, Ole Miss, or fucking Pullman, Washington? Yeah, but I don't want to watch Ole Miss football. I want to watch Washington State football. I like Ole Miss football. See, we did. It entertains me. There's something about. I watched the Egg Bowl. Yeah. All right. You Ole Miss has amazing. You got to remember though, as a child, amazing uniforms. As a child, I was yeah. a Wazoo fan. It chose me. Okay. As like a ten year old. Fair enough. I you got, have yeah. a far, far greater. I know. I've grown to appreciate and love. Wazoo, but I don't have a deep, like in my soul. Well, that's what, and if you believe in energy, it's only fitting that they came calling to me to come up there. Boom. It is. There is like Colby. What is that book you read? The alchemist. I did the, the hollow koala, the universe. What does it do? It, it fucking, uh, it works in your favor. You push your, your shit along your dreams yeah. along. You, you, you manifest. This is where we lose. our listeners. your destiny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's keep it. Mike Leach can right. could throw the ball around. He, you know what he could do? He could fuck with Ed Orgeron. Yeah, he could fuck with Nick Saban. He could fuck with Gus Malzahn. You're guaranteed at least one fun ass upset that you wouldn't otherwise get as long as Mike Leach is in the SEC. And you know what? He might even once while he's down there take the SEC West. He I don't want him. I and he's him fun. You uh, rightfully he belong so, in the SEC. You rightfully so think that. Ole Miss has a little bit of a racist kind of situation going on. Uh, yeah, I've my never, brother never been graduated Ole Miss. Yeah. He told me stories of some pretty racist shit that happened down there. We don't need to go into it, but he was Look, a frat. I brother. don't like Ole Miss. Uh, if I if I had to pick a, a school for Leach to go to, yeah. If I, if he has to leave Pullman, which I don't want him to leave Pullman, yeah, I would say I would like him at. Uh, give me a. Is there any? No, I don't want him at Boston College because I don't like Boston College. Well, their jobs are open. I don't want him at Florida State. Can't South be- Florida, because it's a pirate ship. They play on a I pirate mean, ship. I understand that. That's that's. I mean, ECU, South Florida, anywhere we can. Well, ECU doesn't have an opening, but really, he should be at ECU. They sh- they they, they should have hired him a long time. He should. Ago. He should be swashbuckling the sidelines. But I want to see Mike Leach get a chance in a, in a in a situation where 
given an 11 and one season, like he had, a, or what was it? 10 and two, a couple years ago, yeah, 11 and two, 11 and two yeah. season where he actually gets the recognition. Whereas in Pullman, the PAC 12 seems to be an afterthought afterthought because people making the decisions are Paul fine moms of the world. Um, put him in the sec, let him kick ass. And then I don't want him. The sec doesn't deserve leech. I, 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 I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. I appreciate that. So go anywhere, but don't, but <laughs> don't feed their little yeah. superiority. Complex. Stay, stay in Pullman. Pullman's a great town. All right. We're supposed to be talking about Louisiana Lafayette and Appalachia state, which I'm excited for. This is a good game. The Sun Belt is better than the conference USA this year. They're better than the Mac. Um, Louisiana Lafayette had a hell of a season and app state did too. App state probably should have went undefeated. Um, so now short the, week yeah. against the triple option in the, in a monsoon that was very windy. So it took away from rival. the passing elements that Zach Thomas offers Georgia Southern never passes the ball. So it catered right into their game, right? Pretty much everything that could have possibly yeah. happened. And it was still just a three point game. Yeah. Um, I got App State. I think App State rolls here. No, it's in Boone. I, Lafayette is not used to cold weather. I think it's like forty degrees. There is one factor. What's that? That the the, the committee will un, undoubtedly completely ignore that yes. if Georgia wins, they'll finish twelve and one with a loss to South Carolina, and Appalachian State, if they win, will finish twelve and one with a victory over South Carolina, and yet. South Carolina won't be within the top and 15. Then they would also have the argument that if they put good old Clemson in, well, guess what? App state happened to beat North Carolina by more. Didn't come down to the final play of the game. Yeah. We covered they didn't this. need to stop them for a yard. Let's keep it moving. App state should be in the fucking playoffs. Uh, yeah, but I got App state rolling big man. I think, I think, I think give me a score of like something like 20, uh, give me 35 to 20 app state wins. Well, I, I, I'm even forgetting you the locked pick. up app as well. Jesus. What was the spread on that game? Six. Oh yeah. I got app state by like 13, 14. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's a complete ass kicking, but they, they beat them comfortably. It's going to be cold. Lafayette kids not knowing when they come to Boone, how cold it is. It's in the middle. I bet the stadium's cool. It's like in the middle of a forest. Yeah. So, uh, before I get to the next one, I tell you guys, I want to tell you guys that the college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by my It's an exciting time for sports, but none more exciting than the NFL. I would argue that, but sophomore sensation Lamar Jackson is redefining what it means to be a dual threat QB odds on Jackson to win the MVP race. We're at 50 to one to begin the season and have plummeted plummeted Jesus plummeted since making my bookies prop selection more attractive than ever. Then next week we have one of the most stacked UFC cards in a long time. Three championship fights on the 14th, all highly anticipated right in the betting capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. Without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on the action and we have the best place for you to go. My bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to get a little bit of uh likes to win a little bit, or maybe a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you, uh, if you like a couple of uh, big favorites this week, parlays are the, are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars. 
That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000. That doesn't make sense, though, this ad. Maybe it's $10,000. I don't know. But the point is they match half. Right. All you have to do is use that the promo, promo code SGP. You bet the 2000, they hook you up with a free thousand. There you go. Yeah, that Boom. is right. Okay. I'm, I'm just retarded. Uh, all you have to do is use the promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's the promo code SGP to get extra cash from my bookie and bet win and get paid over at MyBookie.ag. You get paid, you get laid, you get laid, you, 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 you fade. You yeah. fade Louisiana Lafayette and you get paid again. You get laid yeah, and you fade losers in life. There you go. Ooh. All right. Patty C it's time to talk. Time to cook, get down to brass fucking tax. All right. We got, we got a big one here in the big 12, a rematch Baylor, Oklahoma. Mm. This is a good one. Matt rule, Lincoln Riley, the speculation, both could be coaching in the NFL in the next coming years. Who wins round two? I feel like Baylor was the better team round one. I agree. Here it comes round two. That game was in Waco. Yes. So we're still in the this state. This is in Arlington. Yeah, still in Texas. But I would I would be curious who's to, to see who's going to have a bigger crowd. My suspicion is it's going to be Oklahoma. Yes, I would say so too. Um, that said, that said, I don't think that that matters that much. I think Baylor's a significantly better team than Oklahoma this year, which I'm not going to lie. I couldn't name you a few players on fucking Baylor. This is a team that's been so under the radar. You know, I've just watched them assuming they're going to fucking lose every game. I was sitting there watching the T's. I'm watching that uh, Kansas game. Well, no, I'm watching the uh, TCU uh, Baylor game at the Alabama bar. It's it's, it's the, the game that's right on before all these yeah. fucking random, random ass Baylor fans are there getting all hyped up. I'm kind of rooting for TCU because I'm not a believer in Baylor, but I saw them fight in that game. I said, okay, this team has at least got fight. And then they've whipped some fucking ass since then, yeah. you know, and they should have beaten OU. I think they're the better team. I think they're going to, I think they're going to win outright, but they're getting nine points. They're getting nine. That's a, we fucking both locked this up. Double lock, lock on app state, yeah. double lock on Baylor. And, uh, those are our only double locks of the, uh, of, for me and Patty. See, we don't have NC Knicks picks yet, but they will be in. Remember to check the spreadsheet sports or it's pinned to my Twitter at the Colby D. But yeah, I'm excited for this one. And I think Baylor's going to look, even if o- o- Oklahoma gets the dub nine points is too much. I think. Very much so. I think rule's going to keep them in this game. Uh, no, Oklahoma had a nice performance against Oklahoma State. Granted, they oh, were out of their quarterback. Well, that's what I love. Uh, I watched a, uh, I, uh, ESPN, and it just pissed me off, man, um, because they're, uh, they're, these specialists are talking. I think this was Wilbon, yeah. Kornheiser. And first off, they were saying that the four-team playmat is perfect. The four-team playoff is perfect. For, yeah. for the sport, which just makes, just makes me go. Oh, yeah, they're, they're shills, but, but then they say that, well, look, Oklahoma, they said Oklahoma is better than Utah because Oklahoma, look, Utah, uh, played Colorado and, and Colorado's not any good. And Oklahoma beat a ranked Oklahoma state team. But what they don't tell you is that Oklahoma state didn't have their fucking star quarterback, Spencer Sanders and their star wide receiver. Who's out for the year. This is retarded. How do they, how do they, they try to, to sneak that in. Cause it, they, they, I'm telling you, cause your average fucking viewer doesn't even realize that that's the case. So he has no fucking idea. All right. It's, and then they, they, they get to the opinion of, yeah, 
they they should be in. They're sneaking this bullshit in, Patty. See, yeah. not getting past the college experience. I'll tell you that right now. No, it's not, not getting past the college experience. Let's talk about. I saw something that said Oklahoma's strength of schedule would push them past Utah should they beat Baylor. Right now, Oklahoma's non-conference schedule. Right, they both play nine games. Credit to both of them in conference. Oklahoma's at a conference game. Houston, four and eight. No, no, no. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, four and eight. Yeah, South Dakota, FCS. Yeah, five and seven in Ooh. the FCS. Yeah, UCLA, four, four and eight. eight. Okay, is this really some fucking ball buster schedule we're talking about here? No. And then we're, we got Utah as a far more convincing fucking team. What, what the thing that strikes me as the most fucking apparent is that that's not being said about uh, Baylor. You know. Yeah. Nine of the games that they play are the exact same, right? Yeah. If 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 Oklahoma is a playoff worthy team if they win, why isn't it being mentioned that Baylor, you know, should jump Utah if they win? You yeah. Know, I understand that Baylor had a, a complete dog shit non conference schedule, but there's nothing on Oklahoma's schedule like that they shouldn't have absolutely won. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They they beat a four and eight Houston team by eighteen points. Okay. That's not a super. And I would still argue that Utah's win at BYU is better than anything uh, between Baylor, Oklahoma. And yeah, Utah. I think without a doubt, Utah, like they're just like they're slipping it in there that hey, Oklahoma, yeah, that's a more marketable team. You know, yeah, they deserve it's a terrible chance. For the they'll sport. they'll jump. They're putting it in your head now that they'll jump if they win. You know, and it's just like all right, enough. And we talk pre podcast, build the brand. There's nothing sexier inherently about a team from Oklahoma. It's a fucking big field out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you let you let then Oklahoma Utah, or you let Utah into this playoff and this this town, this city, Salt Lake City, which doesn't have a pro team, gets behind them again. Yeah. I'm sure they were behind them when they had their other runs, but it, it adds on to the legacy of what Utah's been building right. coming up from the Mountain West. And then in five you know, years you say, hey, they won they they won the championship. There it's that's a fucking legit team. Hey, they won a playoff game. That's a, I, I would yeah. watch them again. But if you don't fucking allow them into the playoff because at this very moment they don't have the most history, they're not the sexiest team, then your system is fucking stupid. Yeah, it's retarded. And uh, I like Baylor to cover this game, though. I think Rule's gonna gonna learn from his mistakes. I think they might try to, uh, you know, I don't think they're gonna get up like they did last time. Like they were up like twenty to three or something, twenty eight to seven or something. They oh, they blew a twenty eight seven lead, I think. They, you know, I'll, I'll give Jalen Hurts credit. That dude's a baller. The fact that he's faded from the Heisman com, uh, conversation, a little bit surprising. Well, I know? think it's because they almost lose every week except last week. But I agree. Uh, Chase Youngster still win the Heisman, and um, I think Baylor's gonna. I, we lock this up. I think Baylor's just gonna nine points a little too much. Yeah, Baylor might lose the game, but it's not gonna be. Bad. That's what it comes yeah. down to. That said, it's going to be real close. I, I would say it's going to be a three-point game on either side. I don't know who's going to win. Obviously, hoping Baylor. And there's a there's there's a part of me I, I can't say with any confidence. It, it's it's just as much an op- a chance that Oklahoma wins this game. If I'm yeah. being honest, yeah. yeah, yeah. But nine points is nine points. Yeah. Uh, moving down, the Komodo Dragons, aka UAB. <laughs> I'm still pushing for them to bring the live Komodo Dragon to the sidelines. <laughs> I think that was the greatest spitting idea on fans and paralyzing them. I should talk about that when I go into my interview at UNLV. Yeah. We bring. How about this? All of our mascots have revolvers on the sidelines. Boom. <laughs> Just preaching. We shoot them up violence. in the air. 
That's the thing I miss is back in the day I was watching some NFL films recently. Yeah. And to end the quarter, the ref would hold up a gun and shoot in the air. Awesome. Awesome. Now Can we bring that back. This is going to be insensitive, right? What? But if there was ever a time that too soon might apply as it relates to Las Vegas. Oh uh, yeah. 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 You're right. Probably want to chill on that. Okay. So how about we Just shoot? Like, how about we shoot cannons? Lots shoot of cannons. Them. There you Lots go. Lots of them though. It's kind of like the Gilbert Arenas thing with the Washington Bullets. I want that mascot to come back, but the guy had to bring a gun in the locker room. That was a little voice crack there. Yeah. Maybe that. Yeah. Well, puberty. Puberty hit me right there. All right. All right. Look, UAB at Florida Atlantic. They go to Boca Raton. Lane Kiffin. There's already speculation he's taking this Arkansas job. I love me some uh, Komodo dragons as a dog coming into Boca Raton. Uh, I'm I'm in agreement with you. Seven and a half. That's a nice little hook for UAB. Yeah, let's get Spencer Brown running right through the fucking defense. As long as UAB the Komodo Dragons limit the turnovers, yeah. I think it's Tyler Johnson. Is it a QB? I think trying to pull that out, but uh, just I limit mean, the turnovers. Limit the turnovers. You want to talk about an under the radar year by uh, Lane Kiffin, though? You know who they beat of magnitude. Let's take a look here. I just mean that the overall record nine and three. Pretty fucking uh, surprising coming off. What were they? Five and seven. seven. Yeah, last year. That was a yeah. tough sophomore slump you had there. Uh, one of the more impressive uh, games. Is way down though. Yeah. Their non-conference schedule are no fucking joke. Uh, at Ohio State and UCF were their first two games of the year. Yeah. They yeah. managed to keep the Ohio State game, Ohio State game in the horseshoe within twenty-four points. That's that, actually that made Ohio bad. state look bad at the beginning of the year. People yeah. doubted Ohio state. They were up like 21, nothing though. in like three minutes into that game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they did get smoked by UCF. Um, and their only other loss was a close one at home against Marshall. But um, other than that, I wouldn't say there's a single uh, well, impressive. I'll tell you the conference USA is really down. Yeah. Uh, especially in their side of the division. I mean, the West, at least the West, at least has Southern miss Louisiana tech and, and UAB. They did beat Southern Miss pretty handily by 17 points there on the last game of the season. So um, while I'm tempted to say that because it's in Boca Raton, because Lane, well, Lane Kiffin might be distracted because I feel like the West is more battle tested. They're going to come in. Absolutely. Get it done. Even North Texas is probably better than their record indicates. Um, So, I'm going to say the, the Komodo dragons come in and get it done and get the win outright. So I'd say it's sprinkle a little. I, I mean, I'll say this though. So far I can see Oregon. I mean, obviously I guess I could see Miami, Ohio just, but I, I like central Michigan there. I'd, I'd say UAB and Oregon are the tops right now to actually lines. pull the upset. But I, I, my next game is going to be even better than that. I got, I got another special coming, but, um, but let me, let me, let me, let me go here. Let's talk about, Lane Kiffin scuttlebutt serious conversation so far about the Arkansas job. Obviously I go on these Arkansas message boards. They're not thrilled. You know, obviously here's what occurs. He's been a failure on a lot of levels. He's been a failure, but he's not an absolute failure. He's been a decent coach on a lot of levels. You know, he, he was every bit the coach that he, in fact, he was pretty much the same exact coach. But didn't they fire Brett Bielma? Uh, yeah, Brett Bilma, way more accomplished coach. Although I'm you, saying he wasn't doing that horrible at Arkansas, was he? Uh, I want to say he, five wins, something like that. At Arkansas. I mean, but he had a couple of good years. I, think. I know he hung yeah. with Alabama until like the fourth quarter one year. They're starting to play physical football. I'm not even him. defending Bilma. I'm just saying like, what's, I mean, I guess anything's better than what you've had recently, but 
I don't think it's a good hire. I would grade that like a D. Would be uh oh. if if they hire Kiffin. Kiffin, yeah, I wouldn't say that's a good. Like, he's a splashy name, but there's something about being a Florida douchebag that you need to be in Florida in order to have that kind of. Norvell would effect. be a a better hire to me. Norvell would be a good hire just because he's moves the offense. Harson would be a better hire. Give me a little country twang with your hire. If you're going to be Arkansas, if you're going to go after like the, the fucking, um, you know, the character, then, yeah. then, then use one that fits your actual culture instead of one that's completely out of place. Better yet go with the fucking X's and O's coach. Like, uh, like Norvell and yeah. When based on something other than recruiting, you know? But what, what do you think for this game? Uh, you, you FAU is a seven and a half point favorite. I think you're a fool if you're taking FAU. I think UAB yeah. will keep it close. Take the points because that covers you with a hook. Absolutely, UAB nine and three as well. Um, again, pretty much nothing impressive on their schedule either. It's a shit conference. It's the worst conference in college football this year. This year, yeah, yeah. Well, the Sun Belt's looking pretty good, man. Sunbelt's Sun getting is, better. Is getting, getting up, man. Yeah. And guess who, uh, ducked it. Guess who fucking, yeah. Turned down the Sunbelt invite a few years back. My James Madison Dukes. We're some fucking idiots, <laughs> but you know what? We're holding out for that American invite and it's going to yeah. happen. So yeah. there you go. I'll tell you what else is going to happen. I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by ACE per head. Ever thought of starting your own sports book, Patty C, but don't know how, cause you're a fucking moron. Yep. Well, I got the solution for you. It's ACE per head. It's here, you know, Ace Bread is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines up to date to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer service 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Bread offers live betting, which is always good. You want to turn it on in the middle of the game, throw some money on it, and an amazing mobile experience with the app. Get started today and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Patty C, I know we got more college football to talk about, but I did want to touch on your Wahoos laying just 40 points tonight. Oh my gosh. Virginia's going to have some problems. Hold on. They only scored 46 against Maine, who's a terrible basketball team. Yeah. Now they play at Purdue. Now Purdue's better than their record indicates. Sure. Um, Purdue. I watched that Purdue VCU game a week ago. I watched this Virginia game tonight. You have to figure there's a level of revenge. Of course. And I thought, you know, I took UVA on the spreadsheet and I was like, why did I take that? Yeah. I locked them. Yeah. Well, three points on a UVA game in any situation is almost always a lock. This team can't score. They are a different, they, they have a problem that they haven't had to this magnitude in the entire time that I've seen them. And I'm, I'm I, they've I always picked, had someone. I picked them to, to win the ACC and that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen unless, unless something happens, but Louisville look, looked pretty fucking good against Michigan. Yeah. Last well, night. yeah. Louisville is yeah. definitely going to do it. Um, Kihei Clark under undersized, even though he's a hustle player, not going to create his own shot. Uh, Diakite. Diakite could. But he just doesn't have the game to do it. But he's got he's got enough athleticism. Athleticism, yeah. certainly yeah. height. You know, if he developed a little more game, maybe he could be the guy. But I think he's the type of guy that needs someone to like help him create a shot. And then you got uh, Jay Huff. I think uh, uh, don't don't even try to sell me this bucket of shit. I like this guy. You know, he <laughs> he scores he scores well, but he's just he's soft as fuck. You know, he's 
Big six eleven. Yeah, I'm not buying yeah, this thing. Look, they well, just don't have anyone that can create their own shot. You score forty points in a college basketball game. That's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. but there's a lot of time left in the season. Sure, that's pretty awesome. Memphis has a real fucking tiger on their sidelines. I just saw that uh, in the background. Wow, um, they did it. That that's quality. Um, we're going to talk more college basketball in the coming weeks. I know some fans have been patiently waiting for us to cover more college basketball. I'm, I, I can't wait to get into yeah. it. But we got this this shit coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got this this bullshit invitational. But we figure a lot of stuff out this week uh, as far as conference champions. So uh, with that said, I, this next game, Cincinnati at Memphis. Watch this game last week. A little deja vu. Yes. Right now this year, this week, uh, Deontay not Deontay Kenner. Who, who's their quarterback? Memphis's. No, Cincinnati's uh, Ritter. Yeah. Deontay Kenner is a quarterback from Cincinnati back in the nineties. That's how that's the database that's is the going. Database just like yeah, brain. Uh, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter is uh, I I think he's gonna play on that. Just do a Google search right now because when I was on when I was Google searching I think yesterday, it seemed like there was a chance he was going to play. It seemed like he was going to play. Um, Ritter, it would make a huge difference. Last game they started a freshman. Ritter's mobile. He can move the ball. He's experienced. Limit on the turnovers. Memphis had a kick return for a touchdown to start this game last year. It does look like he is ready to go. Boom. That's what I'm saying. I'm taking Cincinnati. Sprinkle that on the money line. This is my upset special of the week. Memphis had a kick return for a touchdown last week. Yeah. That's odds are that's probably not going to happen again. Right. Then you tell me they get the starting quarterback back. And I think most betters are thinking, oh, well, Cincinnati or Memphis won by 10 last week. So the spreads at nine and a half or, or yeah, nine and a half. This is this is the chance to hop on Memphis again. No. Cincinnati, Luke Fickle gets a week to prepare. Absolutely. Yeah, this is perfect for the upset. I'm taking the Bearcats. Sprinkle that on the money line. Let's yeah. have some cojones. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um You want to lock that? I locked it. I don't want to have all the same locks as you, but I nine mean, and a half, I do want to lock. I'm gonna right. do it. That's what I'm saying. Call me you, a fucking copycat. You're going, you going for the wins here. Call I me a give winner. A shit. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, I'm all over this. Sprinkle that. And this is my upset. My dog of the week. I the, love the what dog. Luke Fickle's doing in, in Cincinnati. You see him like getting this hype about maybe some other mid-level power five jobs. He's got family. His his whole life he's spent in Ohio. He's, his family is settled down. He says he couldn't imagine a better place to raise his kids. Uh, and he's in the forties as far as recruiting classes goes, which you know, if I'm not mistaken, there's something like 60 some odd uh, power five teams. Yeah. So Kicking. he's, he's starting to step up and let, let him keep succeeding. Let him, let him rip off a bunch of 10 win seasons and, and build power it. five or not. Let's see if he can't start to get a, a foothold on some of that Ohio talent, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Memphis is a good team. Norvell is potentially a little distracted. That's another factor. Yeah. yeah a lot of good things going our direction here. Now, let me say this. We're, uh, we'll get to bowl projections if if that works, but uh, I do I will say that there's another thing that the football guys may have in mind here, and that's Oklahoma and Utah are both are both very plausible. There are many situations when you go over the various possibilities um, that either Oklahoma or Utah could wind up in the Cotton Bowl. Um, should that happen, and should Cincinnati pull the upset, then you'd have a Boise, Oklahoma rematch, which they haven't played since 2007. Obviously everyone would fucking tune in for that game. And that then you have a, a border battle, Mormon border battle 
with Utah and Boise State, which I I, I feel like would be a pretty yeah, fucking interesting fun. little matchup. I, old, I love old a border, Mountain West uh, rivals. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And a border battle. I love a border battle in a big bowl game. How how much fucking alliteration did I just? I, I, you just say you love a burrito on the sidelines in a big bowl game. I do love that right? too. Uh, okay, we're both so we both agree on that. Let's t- let's take it to the Mountain West. Talk Boise. Now, my guy Nick Rolovich, one of my locks was Hawaii on the over. Got it done. Nailed it. Love what these love what he's doing in uh, Honolulu. They they're going to travel to Boise. It's going to be cold. They got their ass kicked here once on the Smurf turf. As much as I like Hawaii, they're going to get their ass kicked again on the Smurf turf. Yeah. Agreed. I just don't see it any going any yeah. other way. And and no one thirteen talk, and a half is a pretty decent spread. That's but a name though I haven't seen mentioned all around a lot. Is Harston? Well, he's a Boise native. So he, went, he he played quarterback. I remember watching him play quarterback. There you go at Boise State. Uh, apparently, he was born in the city of Boise. Uh, Boise, sorry. Um, I remember Bart Hendricks. Remember old Bart Hendricks? No, I don't remember. You don't Bart. watch much Boise State football, do you? No. I don't. It's not Ryan on TV. Dinwiddie. Come on, Colby. I don't even know where you find these games. You Colby want that pilot? Scours. You want that pilot? The fucking you? internet. Colby gets like secret tapes delivered to him from like. No, but I was watching them back in the day. Yeah, some guy you jerked off in Boise, like at a bar. <laughs> now you have him filming the games for and, manly love. Meet here at right, forty-five. What for was that? Boise for Boise tapes and manly yes. love. But this one's a no-brainer though. This is the easiest game of the week, right? They should kick their ass. Uh, Hawaii. I, I like that. Uh, Rolovich is also a Hawaii guy. Yeah, he went to Hawaii. He, went to, he played quarterback at Hawaii under June Jones. There it is. Yeah. It's that's the trend. Harbaugh's at Michigan. Uh, fucking what's his name's in Nebraska. Frost, everyone who and plays Harston. quarterback somewhere is going to be the, the head coach someday at their alma mater. So that's why, and that's why you're in favor of out. Deion Sanders going to Florida state. I want Deion at Florida state <laughs> and it, Michael Irvin at Miami. You said you wanted to, right? I did not say that, but shit, if that rivalry <laughs> could happen, there'd be nothing fucking, you know, Manny Diaz though, like we mentioned before doing the Miami thing, right? I love that. He's Latino too. Gotta love how he went six and six in a in a season that they were projecting a lot of good things. It doesn't matter. Did you see the recruiting trip where he's like got all the like the big ballers on the huge yacht and they're driving yeah. like right right yeah. around like the uh, beaches? Like that's how the Miami fucking coach. I should can't roll. wait for Temple to beat them week one next year. Uh, yeah, that, that might happen. not happen. But watch out, buddy. Uh, we're both on Boise. We're not going to cover this game too much. It's going to be cold as shit. Um. Let's take it to the SEC championship. Georgia, LSU. I got, even though we're both in agreement on this one, I've got the the slightest sneaking suspicion that an upset is in fucking store. Nope, not gonna happen. Well, if, if you're if you're looking at the the quality of the two teams based on their body of work, right? Then without a doubt, LSU is the far far better team. I think. I I know. Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow is, I'm going to say this best quarterback in college football. I don't disagree with you. It's not fields. Who's having a great year. It is Joe Burrow. I mean, and there's no off switch. Awesome. There's no off. Jalen hurts is awesome. But the fact that Burrow has not only wheels, but like he's got wiggle too, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, when, when how, how can you honestly like without being a racist, and I'm going to keep doing going the racist route here. <laughs> right? What do you mean by this? Well, w- why are we assuming that Joe Burrow is any 
better of a quarterback than Jalen Hurts. No, well, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm saying he's Jalen Hurts. No, no, no. Fucking Once destroys again. with his arm and he destroys with his legs. I'm saying. Are we saying he's not mentally on the same no, level no, as Joe no. Burrow? Jalen Hurts might be the better pro or something. I don't know, but I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying when I LSU and what they have wide receiver wise. Yeah. And what Burrow has. That's. I'm saying their their offense is is as automatic as there can be. Oklahoma has droughts. They still score, but they're definitely droughts where K state scores three or four touchdowns in a row. Jalen hurts. I mean, in that game against Kansas state, I mean, even the game against Iowa state late in the game, there was a dumb pick. Yeah. I have not seen that with Joe burrow. Yeah. And I'm the last person to be racist because I was one that said Lamar Jackson is going to be fucking good. I said it too. So fuck you. All right. All right. I'm the one that said, look, I'm a fucking uh, dude. Are you kidding me? Colorado Cordell Stewart back in the day. That's my dude. Throw throw your non-racist clout in the air. Uh, Randall Cunningham is like one of my all time favorite quarterbacks. There you go. Doug fucking. We're not racist. This is the college (laughs) experience. No, uh, I thought Marcus Mariota was going to be a bust. Does that make make me racist against uh, fucking uh, Hawaiians or whatever? Probably not. He's undersized. Um, and he's a gimmick out of a gimmick offense that hasn't produced a lot of successful quarterbacks. So not at all, but, um, I will say this Jalen hurts is fucking awesome. But I, now that you pointed out that offense at, uh, LSU is pretty much roll without, uh, any kind of trouble. Yeah. Auburn gave him a little trouble, but, but Burrow doesn't make bad as like hurts. The one knock I would say against hurts. And I've been completely impressed with him. And I think yeah. he seems like a great dude. And right? this goes back to Alabama. No, I'm saying you go back and watch that game against Iowa State. We were watching it here. Well, I'm the saying replay. This He's running out of bounds, and instead of just running out of bounds or throwing the ball away, he he tries. He Iowa State should have won this game based off his bad play. Yeah, he throws. He just throws a ball and, and it just sails over the. But I mean, the probabilities of completing this pass are very low. Yeah, and it gave Iowa State. Iowa State went down, scored a touchdown, went for two, and, and should have won the game. It was a pass interference. Yeah. That was all because of Jalen Hurts. If you punt the yeah, ball there, he's trying to do too yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, I love the kid. I think he's great, but I'm saying, hey, Burrow's Bur- Burrow's the best quarterback in college. Fair enough. This year. Uh, Burrow. If anything, Fields, I think a second. Fields on third down is a fucking menace. Yeah. So from there, boom. Next, no, actually, I think LSU is going to win this game. I think they're going to cover it. Probably. I, I'm I'm taking LSU to cover as well. Seven and a half point spread. It's a lot. For a, a rival, is Georgia, Swift playing? Georgia essentially has home field advantage. Swift potentially out. What did he injure his shoulder? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I know that their wide receiver who uh, managed to swing a person by their head directly <laughs> into the wall <laughs> is going to miss half the game. So how is he only missing half the right. game for that one? From a skill position standpoint, they're slightly depleted. Let the kids play. Yeah, let them let them <laughs> butcher each other on the field. Uh, um, take LSU to cover. Yeah, I'm on LSU to cover too. I locked this one. He's not locking it, but I'm 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 doing it. Uh, let's go to Charlotte, North Carolina, where your Wahoos play the Clemson Tigers. Twenty-eight and a half is the current line. Just, just a little too much. UVA money line, right? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> UVA. If the spread was twenty-seven and a half, I would have said that's right, fucking dead accurate. Because I think they could lose by twenty-seven. It wouldn't surprise me. They could lose by twenty-eight. You push it up to 28 and a half. You're getting that hook. Yeah. You're getting that hook Four fucking touchdowns. This is a tough defense. UVA has got, I wish they had Bryce Hall though. Yeah. Could really use some Bryce Hall. Action. You know, but everyone Trevor loses Lawrence something. Stone some picks this year. 
Not little, in a little while. Little bit of a sophomore jinx. Not in a while has he had that problem. Um, What's the last defense that was good that he played though? That's a good question. I'll have to check on that momentarily. Uh, now Virginia actually has some defensive liability issues too. Unfortunately, well, like I said, you got Bryce Hall gone. That's huge. Their best yeah. defensive player is out for the year. They gave up 35 against Florida state, uh, 28 against Louisville, 31 against North Carolina, 28 against a shit ass team in Georgia tech, 27 <laughs> against Liberty. Yeah. 30 against Virginia yeah. tech. You better, they better start thinking about theirs. Uh, Clemson's going to hang 55 to 60 on them. Uh, probably honestly like four high forties, maybe low fifties. UVA is not going to be able to keep up 28 points. though, a little much Bryce Perkins by himself is going to run the ball down the field enough to put, put them in position to score a few times. I hope so. O line needs to step up and have a good game. Because the O line, when I watched that Notre Dame game, that was what caused. They them. could just get fucking destroyed. They might, they might. But I'm taking UVA in the 28 and a half. It's just too many points. Yeah, exactly. All right, moving down. We're going to the Big Ten: Wisconsin, Ohio State. Gosh, I don't want to watch this game again. <laughs> Every fucking year. Every fucking. If year. there's one of out of all these games that I could care less about watching, it's this one. Yeah, Wisconsin I'm, getting. I'm gonna go ahead. Destroyed by Ohio State. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm more interested in Miami, Ohio, Central Michigan. <laughs> Than Wisconsin, Ohio State. I am too. Yeah, <laughs> I am too. the The worst part about this is that Wisconsin is one second half collapse and one last second field goal against a fucking surprise, you know, yeah, border Ill- state Illinois. opponent yeah. from being in the fucking thick of the playoff conversation, and yet because of that one play, <laughs> I could give a flying fuck about this football game. <laughs> Um, we're both taking Ohio State. That's on the game is in AstroTurf. It's in like AstroTurf. Tempted to lock this. Yeah. Ohio State's wide receivers and running back are so fucking fast, but particularly their wide receivers. They cooked Michigan so much. Wisconsin, and they're on turf. Yeah. They did it against this is the thing that like when Cardell Jones had that like little three game run or whatever. Yeah. The number of times Ohio state just ran past fucking Wisconsin. They just, and, and urban Meyer was being a scumbag, but I guess that's what, you know, he was correct in doing because yeah. what they won 59, nothing. They convinced the committee that they were uh, better than Baylor or TCU, which they weren't. Um, and, but he just threw fucking a million bombs and Wisconsin never, yeah, never could get, it was the most disgusting. It was, I hate it. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> it pisses me off. It pisses uh, me somebody wants that pilot. To this okay. day, it pisses me off that I had to watch that fucking football game. Yeah. I hate that. Fuck you, Wisconsin. You're losers. Yeah. You're fucking losers. <laughs> Switch your offense. Some get a quarterback. Right? Can you get, you had Russell, you had Russell for Wilson for one year. It worked. Yeah, one but year. Let's never do like... that again. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good idea. Yeah. University of Wisconsin. Uh, don't bag on him too much. I am doing stand up in, in Wisconsin Sorry. this week, and yeah. I'll be in Green Bay. Well, and maybe you can convince him. What maybe yeah. sometimes? Maybe the, when I go apply for UNLV, I should just go over to Wisconsin, try yeah. to give old uh, Chris a pep talk. There you go. But they they get the same guy as the coach every year. They're talking about. Uh, well, I guess Michigan State, the Big Ten, kind of does this, with the exception of Ohio, Iowa, State. Michigan State, and Wisconsin. They just all don't just believe accept it. like we're yeah. not sexy. We're we're Midwest, like Rust Belt. Whatever, we're just gonna bang, 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 bang. Guys, come on. Get an athlete at quarterback. It's twenty nineteen. 
Okay. Look, you know what else? It's 2019 and you're listening to the fine college experience. Hopefully you enjoy this show, but I want to tell you that we're brought to you by express VPN. You know, I live in uh, you know, good old Santa Monica, California, Patty C, but I like watching the, uh, I like watching my uh, uh, New York Jets. New York Jets. I don't like watching them because they're fucking shit with those shit uniforms. I can't watch a team. Didn't they lose to the Bengals? They did. They gave the Bengals their only win of the season. And 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 people are still trying to sell sell me this bucket at Sam Darnold. Please, please tell me how any person. Tell me about Sam Darnold a second, but please tell me how any person likes the New York Jets. They're amazing. What is likable about well, this? They're not likable about this team. There's nothing likable about this team because no. when they, then sw- when they switched over to those fucking Canadian football league jerseys, yeah. it ruined everything for me. I can't root for a team whose uniforms are that bad. It is worse. It's still not terrible. No, I think it's, I think short of the Buccaneers, it's the worst in the NFL. Mm, you think more lowly of it than I do, but you have a more critical eye. So you can't, you can't do that. Understandable. So why, why would I like them is because I love their eighties and nineties uniforms. I remember I showed you the Eric McMillan. Sure. They had great uniforms, but that's how you start liking a team. And when I say great, that's very subjectively speaking. I mean like terrible, but like, you know, who my, one of my all time favorite uh, players was huh. James hasty. You know where James hasty went to college, by the way, where's that Washington state. This was all, it was written. It's written in the stars. It was written in the fucking stars, man. All right. Just like your burrito on the fucking sideline was written in the stars. I was written right. in my fucking stomach. All right, look, but I like to watch the Jets, which is sometimes a big pain to me because they don't want to show their games in my area. But this season, I discovered an amazing trick that lets me watch every single NFL game live or NBA game live, whatever you want, for a fraction of the normal cost. It's called it's called ExpressVPN. Here's how it works: the NBA offers the NBA League Pass, which lets you stream games online. But if you live in the U.S. or Canada, it doesn't let you watch them all. Some games are blacked out. So what do you do? You fire up ExpressVPN and use it. To, it changes your location to a different country. Buy and use the NBA League Pass from there and boom, no blackouts. And, and depending on the country, NBA League Pass could cost as less as $15 for the whole year. What the fuck? That's nothing. Might as well just, be, just get it. That's a, two beers at a, at, a, at, a, at a shit bar, you know? ExpressVPN works on your computer, phone, router, consoles, like Fire TV, so you can watch all the games on any device. Even when I'm not watching the NBA, I have ExpressVPN on 24-7 because it also encrypts all my data, keeps it safe from hackers. Enjoy all 1,230 games of the NBA season in HD with the world's most trusted VPN, ExpressVPN. And out of those 1,230 games, I'm sure that uh, Kawhi Leonard will pick and choose which games he'll want to play. That's a, I had to do a little bit of shitting on the NBA. Um, <laughs> whew, here we are. Here we are. Patty C we're at this point. What's your favorite game on that slate? Uh, the FBS slate. Yeah. Uh, I like Cincy Memphis. Um, certainly want to watch Baylor, Oklahoma. Uh, and then Virginia Clemson for, uh, you know, yeah. Fun. Not nepotism. Yeah. What's the word? Just favoritistic reasons. But understanding that that probably won't happen, there's. I will say that there is a uh, a curiosity about this Georgia LSU game, and if it's still a game at halftime, while I'll be surprised, I will say that there may be some magic in the air. It's in fucking Atlanta. Can't That's be slept true. on. That is true. Um, they should that have the underrated crowd. element. Yeah, I was saying this on the gambling podcast that I, I fuck all these teams, fuck all these games, and and like 
Why are, is there all these dome games? Yeah. Football is meant to be outdoors. You know what? They think the fucking average fan and the, and maybe these pussy ass average fans, kudos to the pac 12 playing a game in Santa Clara in some actual fucking weather. Well, it's California. So it doesn't, doesn't matter. Really at least it's outdoors. Actual weather. No, I'm saying at least it's outdoors. Dude. I went to the UCF LSU yeah. game. It was in a dome, right? Come on. Yeah. The Look average Miami central Michigan and Detroit's in a dome. Uh, the Baylor, Oklahoma's in a dome. Yeah. Every here's another thing. Baylor, Oklahoma, every team in the Big Twelve does not play in a dome. Is that so, right? Yeah. So why so play? Why in a dome? all of a sudden? Same yeah. with the SEC. Same with the Big Ten playing money, in Indianapolis. Money, money, money. Why money. can't they play at Soldier Field, Petty C? That most obvious place to fucking play. It'd be so be- And you're in Chicago for the weekend. Right. Good God. The biggest city in the, the whole fucking geographic footprint. The fucking biggest football city. The the. And it's outdoors. The, the it's geographic elements, the center of the fucking. Look, I'm going to be in footprint. Chicago. It's going to be nine degrees next week. You know how awesome that is for football. Everything about it says Chicago should be the place. I hate. I hate everything. historic venue, and yet you go. Kudos this, to the ACC for not yeah. buckling into it, even though the ACC does have a dome team in Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But hey, um, look, we're going to get you out of here because we got to do this. I got to get on an airplane to good old Illinois, right? Yes. But before I do look, our spreadsheet's going to have the FCS playoffs on this thing, right? So check out our spreadsheet. If you want to bet on the FCF playoffs, a real playoff that doesn't just, you know, depend on, uh, in invitation subjectivity yeah. of fucking biased, uh, bought out people. Yes. With uh compromised, uh, values. So, so there's only two games that I'm going to ask you, but yet our spreadsheet will have all of the games on there. Monmouth. Yes. The woolly Monmouths. At James Madison. Yeah, well, James Madison's about to blow their load in there. 28 point mouth. spread, like the Clemson UVA. So you get one team is a 28 point dog. One of your teams is a 20 point, 28 point favorite. True. In Harrisonburg. I think and it's I'm a lot of points. Both of my teams. Yeah, I'm taking Monmouth. No, you're taking UVA. Oh, yeah, I am taking UVA. Um, JMU is good. Kurt Signetti's had a great year. I've seen him. Uh, his name being mentioned for low level FBS, like UTSA. Uh, well, UTSA old dominion is a little uh, more geographically, okay. uh, you know, rel- relative. I don't know if the way, that's the right word, but either way, uh, JMU, um, going to win knock on wood progress and, and ultimately face their destiny, which now is, you lost the toothpaste last year. We did. Lose can, the you, toothpaste. can you lose to the woolly mammoth this year? <laughs> Lord, I hope not. If we've gone this far and had this, this fucking great of a year. And let's be honest, that one loss that we had, we were beating West Virginia for three quarters of that game. And we yeah. fucking choked it away. Maybe the moment was too big. We weren't ready to fucking get the win in Morgantown. Maybe there's no burritos on that sideline. Yeah. There should have been more burritos. I should be a fucking burrito vendor on yes. the fucking sideline yes. for JMU football <laughs> games. If we did that, we'd go undefeated. Um, either that would be fat as shit and we lose every game. Either way, we're having a good time. Like, Okay, so that's one of the games Jamie's going to win. They're not going to cover, probably. Okay. What else you got for Well, me? look, I, we're, we're going to release the stretch. I'm not going to make you go through every FCS playoff game right now, although it's a real playoff, and we're going to we're going to put this on the spreadsheet. But um, anyone stand out to you that you really want to watch? I'm all about this Northern Iowa South Dakota State game. That's going to be a good game. We're this is the only game we disagree on. Um, I'm almost tempted to agree with you. No, South no, 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 we disagree on on Kennesaw and Weber. Also, oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, Weber's good. Uh. But 
Northern Iowa, South Dakota state going to be a heck of a game. Both teams uh, historically been great in the FCS level. And even at the FBS level have been uh thorns. Yes, in, in very much. So sides. as Iowa state this year, need a triple overtime to beat Northern Iowa and uh, Minnesota needed. Yeah. The Minnesota needed the f- a fumbled snap late in the game to beat, so, to, to beat. So Southern or South, South Dakota, Dakota state was beating Minnesota with like three minutes left driving about to go up two scores f- and a fumbled snap bailed them out, bailed out Minnesota gets the recovery. Then trout then goes 80 yards downfield wins the game. Yeah. Same Minnesota that beat uh yes. Penn state. Penn state. Yeah. That, any more proof for a fucking bigger playoff? Yeah. Maybe you need a little, a little more proof. Yes, exactly. So fuck you, Paul Feinbaum guys. This is the college experience. And before I leave you, I want to tell you that this Friday, 8 PM, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Puddler hall, Puddler's hall. Come on out, meet up, hang out with the database Saturday. I'll be in Milwaukee too, drinking. So hit me up. If you're in the Milwaukee area, let's get up, have good times. And then Sunday I'll be in green Bay, checking out the Redskins and the Packers. Anyone in the green Bay area, feel free to come on out and uh, we'll get up, grab some beers. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I will be in Chicago. And also, like I said, this Thursday where the cow, uh, the bears and the Cowboys play, I will be in Chicago as well. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and especially Wednesday, I will be at uh, 8 p.m., I believe. Yeah, 8 p.m. North Bar in uh, Chicago on December 11th, 8 p.m. Come on out if you're in the area. This is the college experience, guys. Patty C., any last words? Go Wahoos. Go Wahoos. Go Dukes. I wanted to do a quick bowl projection here. Okay. I'm going to say this. Let's rip it. Let's rip it, if you don't mind. Yeah. We're going to take 30 seconds. Uh... You got LSU winning, so who who takes the one seed there? LSU or Ohio State? They are going to give it to Ohio State. Okay, so Ohio State, and then we're having Utah win that game. So Ohio. State. I don't think they're going to put Utah in. They're going to put the winner of the Big Twelve in, which, in a way, I actually kind of agree. Okay, and this, I think Utah should be in, but I also think the Big Twelve is the best conference in football this year. Yeah. So, who do you think that's going to be though? Baylor or Oklahoma? I think it's going to be Oklahoma. Wow, there it is. He's a fucking fine bomb. Uh, well, in in his own right. No, no, no. I don't want it to be. You're you're not. A I believer. think Utah should be an over Oklahoma. You're not a believer. Okay, you're a believer. That's what you are. Okay, <laughs> so you got Ohio State versus Oklahoma in what would presumably be the Chick Fil A Bowl. Since and will I watch this game? They don't want Oklahoma to be. Will I watch this closer game? to the Fiesta Bowl? Uh, yes, you will. I don't because know because you are a college football fan. I would rather watch army Navy. You are put that on at the same time. An watch analyst army Navy. of college football. You're yeah. a paid. I know. <laughs> and I'll bet on the game and I fucking hate everything. Cause I'm uh, my worst problem is, is that you I have will no discipline. be screaming at I have no discipline. The fucking TV with passion, you lack discipline, <laughs> hatred or love kindergarten. And cup. you say that you have no interest in the game. Oh, well, okay. here's the thing. I, but I'm just so deprived. It's like, why do I watch the NBA? Sure. But you can, you can, well, I don't watch the NBA now. Well, I watch the NBA in like in April. Yeah, that's true. And I'm stuck watching just shit basketball. You're stuck with it. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you feel like you're being a traitor to the sport by, and, and to, into your values by enjoying the game, even though the system I don't even know is that broken? I enjoy it. I just watch it and hope that I make money and I hate everything. Okay. Well, you know what I mean, I would say you're a little too hung up on it. And then maybe you should like accept a little bit that the, 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 the situation, the college football playoffs have been horrible, horrible. I just, there's been like one good game. I have Clemson, Alabama watching them just, I enjoy watching the, I mean, Alabama, Michigan state, even the national championship. Notre Dame fucking suck balls last year. Did I still watch the whole game? 
Huh? That game suck balls. I actually did not watch that because I knew before what was going to happen. And then it happened and I was like, yeah, I'm good on this. You know, uh, but, um, those games all sucked. All right. Clemson, Ohio state. That one time was a blowout. Yeah. I didn't watch much of that. Although I did nothing. enjoy the ACC taking it to Ohio state just to shit on Mickey a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, then we have uh <laughs> LSU versus Clemson in the, uh, Fiesta Bowl. They're going to make both those teams go across the country, which is kind of stupid. So LSU and Ohio State are going to play in the national championship. Potentially. I think Clemson's going to win it all. Okay, moving on down. The SEC is really the first uh, of the pecking order. Then we'll have uh, Georgia versus um, uh, the loser, according to Colby, of the Big 12 championship game, which you think will be Baylor. Georgia versus Baylor. Meh. Watchable, but certainly not super entertaining. Yeah, I'm not super excited to see it. Um. But- I'll watch then it. we move to the Rose Bowl, which uh, you'll have either Penn State or Wisconsin, uh, depending on how good against Wisconsin Oregon? looks against no against Utah against Utah, assuming they yeah. win. Meh. I don't like get excited about bowl games. Yeah, unless there's. I mean, like, just to bet. I mean, I as the games lead up, I want. I but I'm saying like college football. Once again, I've made this argument a bunch of times. Yeah. As the season goes on, the less interested I am. Uh, College basketball starts. My, my heart goes with college basketball. I get things. you. I get yeah. you. And I'll say this, like Utah, uh, while I agree with fine bomb on this, I don't give a fuck about watching Utah in the Rose bowl, but I would like to watch Utah in the playoff. I want to see a new team get a chance. But as far as like a, a team that doesn't play a sexy brand of football and playing in a fucking consolation game. Yeah, I get it. Not, not super entertaining, whatever. Um, I like the way Wisconsin's the same fucking hard hitting, Fast, great special teams. I agree, but a little like extra based on the fact that it's a constellation game, a little history, a little fucking uh, side story could go a long way to help that game be interesting. Um, moving right along, then we have the Orange Bowl with uh, UVA presumably locked in there, and then Florida being higher ranked than Penn State. Unless Wisconsin gets completely waxed. And drops below both Penn State and Florida at nine and ten. I think Wisconsin's at eight right now. I would assume that they'd have to lose by the better part of thirty points to drop below Penn State at this point, which you know, based on history, is is entirely certainly possible. Ca- yeah, certainly capable. Yeah. Then. Um, so what's that? What's the setup there? Then we would have Florida play against Virginia in the Orange Bowl. <sighs> eh, I like that game as a Virginia fan. I don't care. Anyone in the SEC that we could take it to would be nice. I just don't really like bowl games either. Like the no, coaches, the players sit out. It's just the dumbest. Unless there's shit. a compelling matchup, uh, a compelling storyline to accompany these fucking consolation games. I agree with you. They're a little bit meh. Um, lastly, then you have the um, Cotton Bowl, which you're thinking Cincinnati. Do you think they went out right? Do you think Memphis wins out right? I think gonna... I think Cincinnati's going to beat them. Okay, so that yeah. puts presumably Boise. Boise against, uh, what do you think? Utah, Utah is stick around boy, Boise, Utah. I watched that game and I, and honestly, I'll be interested. Oh, well, I'm going to watch all of these games, but I'm not, I, no, I will. I will genuinely take interest in See, you're even more excited about that game to me. And here's the other thing about it is I don't know that the expansion is over. And so the pack 12, right? Geographically Boise is a fit and from a winning standpoint, they're a fit. And so anything that like is a feather in their cap, especially a head to head win in a major bowl game against a PAC 12 team 
that could have uh, an impact moving forward on on the uh, landscape of college football, a, a big ripple effect across the whole like conference landscape. That game has implications. So beyond, and not not to mention, there's just border battle. There's I mean, going to be some bad blood. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to watch this game, but I'm saying like, am I going to like sit there and be like, I can't wait for this game? No. Sure. Yeah. No. Not not at all. You know. Right. 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 Some interest. I though. wish they would just put App State against Boise. Uh, that I would actually really want to watch. App State against Boise. Yeah. 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 I would. I would love. That's to watch one that where too. I would actually circle the fucking calendar and say, Yeah, I'm going to. Who's sure. better? Yeah. Right. I'm going to watch this. Yeah. Very true. I agree with you there. I hate all these bowl game projections. You need to just stop and smell the roses. The world the is happening. Race Roni bowl. Your life is happening. Whether whether you want to admit that the systems life is never perfect, buddy. You still got to stop and smell the fucking roses. This is all politic Enjoy bullshit. Enjoy the process. It is politics bullshit, and maybe maybe you're right. Maybe we just need to fucking boycott this shit until they get it right. Yeah, but. It's tough though because you want to gamble. On I want to watch some fucking great football. They got me by the balls. They got you by the balls. <laughs> what do you do? You hold out. Just when I thought hold out, out they pull me back in. Demand more, Maury Ballstein. All right, guys, you want to do any more projections on this shit? I project I have a ten-inch dick and I'm gonna <laughs> stuff it in every fucking chick in Los Angeles. I predict the JMU Dukes are gonna win the fucking FCS national championship, the true playoff of college <laughs> That's football. That's true. I believe that's honestly, I'm more yeah. excited to watch that than anything. Yeah. Anything we got coming. Uh, I mean, I, I, there's a couple games this weekend, but I'm saying bowl wise, I'd much rather watch Jamie the versus but North Dakota state is going to be better than anything. Awesome. It's going to be fucking better awesome. than anything we got coming. Knock on wood. Let's yeah. hope that one happens guys. This is the college experience. Please uh, check out our Instagram at sports scaling podcast. Also sports scaling podcast network, which we're listening to right now. Uh, is on Twitter at the SGP Network. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. I'm on Twitter at, at the Colby D. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. Please give us a good iTunes review. That's how we get things in life, guys. Good iTunes review. Good iTunes review. Good iTunes review. Come on. Say We're giving again. you content. Good iTunes review. Fucking throw our dicks in the air for us. Do it. Just fucking get over there and do it. What do you got? It's the holidays. You're supposed to give back. You know what I mean? Uh, Christmas season, a, a season of giving. Exactly. And if you're in the season of giving and you're in the Wisconsin, you're going to Amazon, Illinois area. Come on and hang yeah, out. Come yeah. hang out with yeah, Colby. Buy some merch, like nice sweatshirts. Boom. Go to amazon.com. Go Co- to our website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Copy yeah. the link. Boom. Buy. You're going help to Amazon me, 50 times. Help me get this UNLV coaching job. Yeah. Get us, get us our intern, you know, yeah. get them some resources. Yeah, here. We have an intern, by the way, at the college experience. That is awesome. And we will talk more about that in the coming weeks. But until then, guys, this is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.